You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the your personal copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21 day jumpstart to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What Now podcast. That's right. The What Now podcast, where we discuss positive ways of facing life's most difficult moments. Now put your quotation marks around that word difficult. Matter of fact, scratch all that, scratch that word out, erase it, white it out, do whatever you have to do. And let's substitute that word with defining or let's replace that word with defining. So we have conversations about effective ways of facing life's most defining moments. And we understand that we call or classify these moments as defining moments now. Why? Because we have the right, the authority, and the responsibility to define those moments in our lives and not allow those moments to define us. All right? So, listen, you're listening today, you're listening tonight, Whenever you're listening, I appreciate you listening. I love each and every one of you. I value your thoughts and opinions. That's why I always open it up for your feedback. You know, you can reach out to me at info at cliftonpattyjohn.com. All right. But for the last few months, the only voice that you have heard on this podcast is mine. Why? Because on Transformation Radio, where we transform lives through purposeful conversations, regardless of how uncomfortable and unpopular those conversations are, you know, I invite guests on 
on a continuous basis to share their transformative story. But what I've decided to do is I want to open up this platform to individuals as well who have what now stories. They've had these defining moments. They're facing these defining moments and they want to share their stories with each and every one of you and maybe share some tools, techniques, and strategies that they, they've applied that you may be able to apply to your own life. So tonight we start where you don't just hear from me. And I know you guys enjoy my voice. Hey, I love my voice as well, but you're also going to hear from other people. All right. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's interview. Arnesia is a full-time creative entrepreneur. After being fired from her full-time job as an office manager in July of 2019, she decided to take the route of full-time entrepreneur. Since then, she has developed a virtual assistant business, written and self-published her second book, I Am Chosen, developed her handcraft business, Prayer Mats by Arnesia LLC, and performed spoken word and poetry on various occasions. She is an aesthetically diverse individual who seeks to make a positive impact on lives. After growing up with a challenging childhood, Arnesia saw the need of a positive change in the world and developed a desire to lead others into pursuing God within their God-given purpose. Today, she lives by example to help others live in their God identity. Her presence is known to be an influencing light in the room. Help me welcome to the show, Arnesia Miller. Arnesia, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you, Clifton? I'm doing great, and I'm excited about the conversation. As I said off the air, I believe that our listening audience is going to be blessed by the story that you have. Absolutely. All right. So I start every conversation off, because I look at interviews as conversations. I start every conversation off with an icebreaker, just to lighten things up as we dive into conversation. So tonight's icebreaker question would be, if you could have one superpower, what would that superpower be and why? That's a good one. <laughs> if I had one superpower, it would be the ability to grant people one more chance from their past. That's the first thing that comes to mind. And why do I choose that? Because sometimes we make mistakes and we want to go back and change it. And it would be so cool if I could like have this machine that can take us back in time to help us to make better choices. Um, maybe we made um, a decision in the past where, you know, let's say we, we, we took a different route, but it, you know, we, we've been hurt or broken and I would like to give people one more chance, just that one more chance to say, hey, try again, you know, try to do it a different way that will actually bring a better outcome. Awesome. Now, here's what I do. Here's why I ask that question, because I believe on my radio show and even on here, I can say 99.99% of the time when I ask that question, people answer according to what it is that they've been called and created to do. And I believe that's what you did as well. I believe that, you know, everything that you're doing for the individuals that are, that are reading your books and, and purchasing your mats and everything, it's giving them that opportunity to understand maybe you can't erase the past, you can't change the past, but you sure enough can spring from the past. So mm -hmm. that's why I always like to start with that question, because it always ends up taking us to what the individual was called and created to do. That's a good idea. I like that. <laughs> I do. I love it. I'm telling you, I, it has never failed me yet. I get so excited about that question because sometimes people don't even realize that they answer it that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so now we're going to get into some of the amazing things that you are doing, but I always like to start at the beginning. Mm 
because I always like for our listening audience to understand that there are people that have similar stories to you that are out here killing the game. They're out here doing amazing things that they may have never thought they would have been able to do. And those who may know them from their past may think they would never be able to do. So I always like to connect the stories together. So do you mind sharing with us, you know, a little bit of your story from your childhood on up? Okay, from my childhood, I will start where um, I can remember. When I was a kid, I used to deal with a lot of, um, a lot of misunderstanding. I had like really bad temper tantrums. And it was just, I believe it was like this, the household, the environment that I was in, how I was brought up. Um, although my mom was a very incredible woman, I give her all credit for raising me and my sister well, I just noticed now that um, we dealt with a lot of brokenness in relationships. Mm. So that spread in the household a lot, a lot of arguing and things like that. And I used to see my mom and dad argue. Um, and that brought a lot of anger onto me because as a child, um, they could, we can pick up on a lot of things. So um, when she had, she was battling with breast cancer for about three or four years. And at age 11, um, that's when she passed away. Um, in my life. So I grew up with my dad after that. And um, from 2006 up, um, I lived with my dad. And at that time, back in 2008, he got married to a woman. Um, and I knew this woman, she was in my life before my mom passed away. Um, it was just that she and I didn't have the best relationship. Um, verb I faced a lot of verbal and physical abuse with her. And um, due to some things that perhaps she was going through in her past. But as I grew up with my dad, I began to find my love for poetry. I began to find healing and, and like a safe haven in writing. So that's where my writing got developed. That was where poetry and finding myself was developed. And by the age of 18, I was still dealing with a little bit of anger and a little bit of frustration, wanting more freedom in my life. And that's when I turned 18, that's when my whole life changed. I went into smoking marijuana, ended up getting addicted to it. And just, you know, that was my outlet. Um, every single day, I couldn't get away from it. And then I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And just a lot of still that abuse going on in the household. So by the time 2013 came around, I was still 18, but 2013 came around in January and that's when my life started to change again. That's when God actually impacted me because I grew up, my mom brought us up in the church. So I knew God existed, but growing up with my dad, we didn't go to church. It wasn't practiced, but I knew that God was still real. Um, it was just that during my phase of smoking and living in darkness and depression and things like that, that was when, uh, that was when God began to wreck my life. Like he started to show up through people and Trying, just trying to help me say, hey, you know, got to get you on the right path. We got to get you, you know, it's time to answer the call to salvation. So around January 13, 2013, that's when I gave my life to the Lord. That's when I was like, you know what, God, I surrender. And that was when I found a church home. And since then, I was like going to church every single Sunday. That was when it was like, you know, this is the time to turn from darkness into light. And just in that same month, as I was transitioning my life, that was when me and my stepmom at the time had a really bad fight. This time it was like the cops were involved, involved bruises were on me. We had to go to court, things like that. And little did I know God was just shifting that out of my life. So once things ended there, um, she was no longer able to live in the house anymore. So it was just me and my dad. So me and my dad had the chance to develop a better relationship, a healthy relationship. I was able to, we were able to communicate with each other. Things just got better from then on. And uh, I would say through the years of 2012 through, through 20, cause at that time, I'm sorry, back in 2012, I was actually writing everything that I was experiencing. So from 2013 to 2016, I was writing my story of how um, God brought me to salvation, what was going on in my life then. And then in, in the year of 2016, that's when God was like, okay, it's time to go to Georgia. So <laughs> of course, like, you know, sometimes God brings us through seasons in life where we'll go through healing. We'll go through uh, so many different things, but it was in 2016 that God began to call me to go to Georgia. And that's when I came here to Georgia 
and took my leap of faith. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm packing up my car and I'm going. And I literally went on a journey. That's when another phase of my life happened. So between the times of 2013 to 2016, my relationship with God was cultivating. My calling was coming together. I was understanding my purpose. And so as I lived in Georgia, my wilderness season came around. Uh, that's when I started to focus more on my first book. And my first book is Transparent Treasure. And that's when, um, that's when in 2017, that's when I actually published it. April, April 9th. 2017, I published Transparent Treasure, and that was the story of when I was going through that abuse and then actually turned into salvation. And since then, since then, um, I, I, you know, I've been on an up and down journey, and now I actually am living in my purpose. So 2018, 2019 came around. Um, that's when my second leap of faith came because I left Georgia came in 2018, came back in 2019 and said, you know what, God, I'm going to stick it out. I'll stay in Georgia. And that's when I actually got a full-time job. And that's when everything changed because I worked that job for 90 days, worked as an office manager for 90 days. Next thing you know, they're like, oh, you don't qualify for the job. <laughs> and I was like, I knew, I knew that that was, it was something about the job. I loved it, served with all my heart. But it was like, I knew that um, something was going to shift in my life because God began to show me last year in 2019, he began to show me like what I'm purposed to do, my love for poetry, my love for helping and serving people. Um, office jobs are not my thing. I'm a more open person. I'm an evangelist. I like to talk to people in person. Um, and that's when, like after in July, once I was fired, that's when I went full blown writing my second book. And that's when I began to remind myself of my identity, remind myself of who I am, and also started cultivating my book. So within three months, I wrote, I am chosen. Are you thinking of selling or buying your dream home? Then contact Harrison Domerkin, the people's agent. As a licensed realtor in both Delaware and Maryland, Harrison desires to help you sell or buy your home, and he promises you that your experience with him will be great. Call or text him today at 302-260-0659 or email him at harrisondomerkent at gmail.com. And then in December of 2019, that's when I published it. And that's when I was like, this is the book that's for everybody. This is the book that's going to help those who have lost their job or perhaps they're ready to quit their job. And that's when my purpose began to shine right before me and was like, you know what, this is what I'm created for. So that's, this is, I'm really big about helping people understand their relationship with God is important. I'm really big with helping people understand their God identity and your God identity is who you, God created you to be. It's that unique person that's within you and who um, God created us to be as humans, to live as in dominion. So my purpose is to help people realize like, hey, you have a purpose. You're, you're, you have life in you. You're here on earth for a reason. Discover it, develop your God identity and walk in dominion because it's, that's something that's been very important to me in life. Awesome, awesome. And we're going to unpack some of those things because you are taking us on a journey that many are on and feel as if they're stagnant, but they're actually just being taken through the process. You know, you're being taken through the journey. But I want to talk about this God identity, okay? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this God identity. How does one discover their God identity? You discover your God identity by getting to know God. That's the God in the identity of you. So to, under, to discover God, it's spending time with him, getting to know him through the word, through the Bible, meditating on the word of God, not just studying the scripture, but getting it in your spirit, 
and recognizing him throughout your life because he's here. He's not like, you know, we put it, we put this gender on him, but it's like, we know that he's got our father. He's our protector, our provider. And, um, you discover your God identity by coming to know God. And as you come to know God, he's going to reveal to you your, your features, the things that you like, the things that you don't like. Um, he's going to reveal to you your, your spiritual gifts, what you're good at, your prayer, your, what your expertise is. You begin to discover more of yourself so that as you know who you are, you'll say, okay, now I know what I can do to help, what I'm here on the earth to do. Now, Arnesia, I want to play, I don't like to call it devil's advocate, but I, I want to just play on, on uh, with some things real quick because there are a lot of people that listen to the podcast and a lot of them think that I've sent away uh, the possibility of developing in this, this instant a God identity or I've just messed up so much. Like I keep trying and trying and trying and I just can't seem to get things right. What would you say to those that are out there that are, are wrestling with those things in their mind as it relates to developing that personal relationship with God? I would say that God is always giving us the chance to repent, to come back to him. He's open and ready and willing. And the thing is, is that with God, the Bible tells us that we are not, God doesn't run away because we sin. If anything, he comes closer to us. He wants us to come closer to him. He's always ready to wash away our sins. Um, God is not a God of condemnation. Those who are in Christ, we are not condemned. So it's condemnation that tells us, oh, I've sinned so many times, I can't come back to God. No, that's condemnation speaking. That's the enemy speaking, making you feel guilty. And if anything, God wants us to come closer to him. It's like, you know, if a, fa if a father, if a child runs away, like the prodigal son, it's like when he went away, and he went in, into spending all his money and going all these different things. And, you know, his father was welcoming him back home. Back. Yep. Yep. That's what God is willing. He's wanting us to come back home. He's opened arms for us. So no matter how many times we sin, we repent and we, we, we turn to God, not turn to the sin, but we turn to God, our father. And I, I like how you, uh, now we're going to go back to some things, back to your childhood. I always say sometimes it seems like I take conversations all over the place, but we're in the same space and it comes full circle. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go back to your childhood and, you know, uh, some of the things that you mentioned along your childhood. Did those create um, a barrier for you in the beginning of your development of your relationship with God? Did you kind of uh, see a struggle in connecting with the awesomeness of God, the love of God from some of the things that you experienced early on in life? I did. I did. The, my, my childhood, it was like, it felt like there was a weight of so much on me, even because I had did some things that were very like, um, you know, me and my mom didn't have that best of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I did feel like I did a bad thing when she was alive. And I did keep that in my heart, feeling as though, you know, God may feel some type of way because of, you know, at that time, I didn't have an understanding of how God would forgive me, you know, mm -hmm. that forgiveness had to come into play. So I did hold those things like, oh my gosh, you know, those things I did to my mom, I feel bad about it. And I did for a moment. But once I began my relationship with God, I began to release that, let it go because yes. he forgave me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I wanted to hit that because... I think a lot of people struggle the most. I know it's important for us to forgive others, but I believe that some of the hardest forgiveness that we wrestle with is the ability to forgive ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like sometimes that always keeps that barrier sometimes or that wall there where we don't really fully embrace the love of God and embrace the nature of God because we feel we keep trying to punish ourselves over and over again. Exactly, exactly. You know, so, okay, so then the first time you moved to Georgia, you said you just got up and you moved and you stepped out on faith. I did. <laughs> that is, that's big for me because, you know, I tell people sometimes we are big faith talkers, mm -hmm. but we don't see many faith walkers. Mm 
How was that first experience for you? Like just to step up and say, I'm going to do it. And you do it and you get to Georgia and I'm sure you're probably thinking, okay, now what? Or did you have a plan already in place? (laughs) (laughs) That big first leap. Listen, I kept, all I know is I kept getting dreams and signs. So I was like, you know what, God, we're just going to have to do it. We're just going to have to go. I was 22 years old, packed up my Mm -hmm. car, was working at, um, was working at the bank and literally I had to turn in my keys. And as soon as I turned in my keys, I hit the road and literally that big leap led into just trusting God. Literally, I had to have, I had to understand his voice because as I went to Georgia, I didn't know where I was going. I knew that I had family there, but I was so afraid to tell them because I was like, they maybe not, maybe they won't understand the journey. Not everybody's going to understand the journey. So um, I ended up just keeping silent. Didn't tell anybody. Um, only told a, my, 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 my middle sister. And so I literally had to sleep in my car a few days, went from hotel to hotel. I was trying to make it on my own. And eventually a week later, I met a girl at church and she talked to her aunt and her aunt let me stay on the couch. And that's when things started to kind of like get better. So it did take a while for me to get on my feet. It did. But uh, I do like what you said. You said, I literally turned my keys in and then I got on the road. Because I think sometimes what causes us not to step out in faith is that we take too long. We start to think that thing and start to process that thing and start to think about, you know, wait a minute, I don't have anywhere that I can directly go. Right. What am I, you know, we start to to think about the the momentary things versus the big picture of what exactly is going on. Now you get to Georgia, now you're you're on someone's couch, and 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 during this time, are you writing? During this time, is the are the mats in place, the affirmations and all of those things are they in place? Are these things that came to you during those times? I was writing my journey at that time. I was writing and recording my journey, and okay. I haven't told anybody about that book that may get released. I'm nervous to release it, <laughs> but oh, I was wow. that during that time. Um, I was writing about my journey and I was also developing a close relationship with God because I was like, I need to know the Bible. I need to understand you. I need to know what's going on. It felt very outside of my norm. So those are times where I was just getting to know God more. Awesome. Awesome. So now you, you, you're there. And then I believe you said you left and then you came back. (laughs) <laughs> I, did. I did. I was the first leap. I was there from July 2016 to about um, January 2018. So that okay. entire journey went from me going from house to house to finally living in someone's room um, for a good few months. And then I was in their living room, just trying to find getting, I was going through a nomad lifestyle, mm-hmm. just trying to find a better understanding of where exactly do I belong. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. 
This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. And it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card, as well as it helps support our show. And as I was praying and fasting one day, God one day told me to go to Guatemala for 30 days in August of 20, yes, 2017. So that's when my missions trip went. And that was a journey in itself. Went on that missions trip for 30 days in August, came back to Georgia, did more of work and things like that. Because I had to, I was still, see, the thing is that um, I ended up getting a job with the bank again during the beginning of my journey. Um, they transferred me over to, a, to, to work in Georgia. So I quit my job at the bank in April of 2017 and went straight on into full-time entrepreneurship. That's when Prayer and Maths came along. That's when I launched my first book. So I was able to go on that missions trip on in August of 2017. So um, after that missions trip, came back to Georgia, was still serving at my church. Then that's when I got another call from God again to go on the missions trip again to Guatemala for 60 days. And that's when it was from like the end of January, 2018, to um, April of 2018. And that's when I went back to Florida and said, you know what, God, I'm ready to stay in Florida. I'm not going back to Georgia. We're going to be taking too many trips. I just want to be stable and figure out what exactly do you want me to do? And that's when I spent my time in Florida in 2018, just thinking and discovering what to do next. And um, that's when, uh, that's when more of like, me finding my understanding, finding self-love, developing my ministry, developing more of what my next steps are going to be. So once December came in 2018, I knew that now God's calling me back to Georgia. And this time it's going to be a permanent season. It's going to be a permanent time of me being there. So that's when I began to prepare and tell my dad, hey, this time I'm leaving for good. I don't know when I'm coming back. That's when I actually started to prepare for this permanent place. So now since 2019, I've been living in Georgia and things have been up since then. Awesome. Awesome. Now these mission trips, how did they change your perspective of life? If they did and your perspective of ministry and everything, how did, how did they affect you? They affected me by removing so much fear. It gave me a more of a grateful heart and it gave me a a sense of, because before I'm going to be honest, like I felt like I was a little self-righteous before, but going on these mission trips stripped me, stripped me from pride, stripped me from fear, stripped me from, um, it just changed my perspective of life. It made me more grateful of, 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 of who I am as a being, because, you know, I was in the jungle in, on a ranch around children, wow. around a different culture who, who, who shared their, their land with me, shared their food, shared laughter with me. That meant a lot to me. And I'm just like, in America, it's totally different. American life is fast, fast pace. You know, here in, in Guatemala, life is so simple. And it, it challenged me because I had to speak another language. I had to get into, I had to communicate with them and speak Spanish. And, you know, that was a big challenge because I was, you know, got stung by a scorpion, like experienced some things that you wouldn't experience in America. So yes, my perspective changed and that's what made me become more like, um, just more, more stable minded, minded, and also just more grateful of life. Awesome. Now, we're going to get to present day, but before we get to present day, I have one more question about everything, because mm-hmm. you are talking, there's a song that I used to love called Crazy Faith, okay? Mm-hmm. And it seems like your journey has just been packed with crazy faith. And I have a similar story about crazy faith, and I know the reaction, even when I've left my family, friends, and loved ones out of it, but they've seen it, you know, the, the aftermath of it. Um, while I was going through different journeys. So how has your family, how did your family originally respond? How did your friends respond and all of that? How did that go? In the beginning of this crazy faith journey, they did not understand it. Right, friends right. Family did not, they didn't understand why I left and didn't tell them I had to break it all down, but now they understand. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, and I think that that's an important part of your story because I believe that's what holds a lot of people back 
is the the feeling of they're not gonna get it, they're not gonna understand it. And the reality is when it comes to purpose, when it comes to vision, when it comes to what we've been called and created to to do, it does not make sense at all. You know, it really doesn't make sense at all. So that's why I wanted to ask that question because I know that and people always want to protect and support, you know. So a lot of them be like, You how about you just stay at that bank, you know? And the right. bank seems to be going good for you right now. But sometimes you have to step up and take those journeys. And like you said, stay in your car and sleep on a sleep on a couch and you know, sleep in a room and sleep on a floor sometimes. I've slept on floors sometimes, you know, because you knew the assignment was greater than you settling for what was right now. Even if you couldn't see the big picture, the vastness of it, you understood that there was something greater. Now, I want to throw this word at you, I, I, and I want you to tell me what that word means to you. And that word is purpose. Purpose. Purpose to me is the why you were created. It's the why in everything. Purpose is the why. That's what I stick with. And that's what it means to me, understanding why you were created. Okay. So why were you created? I was created to creatively be a, an individual that impacts lives. To, I was created to help people, to help bring people to God through Christ. I was created to provide a unique view and perspective of God on earth. I was created to be the poet, be the entrepreneur, be the legacy changer, um, the game changer in my bloodline to bring better life in my community and my family. And just on earth, I was created to be all of who God purposed me to be. That's my why. Awesome. 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 Okay. So now Let's talk about the mask. How did you come up with the concept of the mask? And please explain, because I brought it up a couple of times, but I haven't explained what the mask are. Can you take an uh, opportunity or a chance or take this time to explain to our listening audience what these mats are? Okay, my prayer mats are yes. prayer mats by Arnesia, and they are handcrafted prayer mats made out of T-shirts, camis, and leggings. And I developed this idea once I realized my passion in prayer. This was back in 2017 when I created it, when I began the business. And I realized how much I worship on the floor. So I didn't want my face to be on the carpet in the floor. <laughs> and I began to think, you know, oh, prayer mats, why not make them? So I, I began to ask people for uh, their t-shirts use t-shirts and i started that process and that journey and now i'm actually they look really so much better and <laughs> so they're created for your face or for your knees comfortability and inspiration in prayer awesome you said something there that i, I really like to hit with individuals when it relates to uh their products and materials and all of those things putting things out you said they look so much better now because a lot of people are holding stuff in because they want it to look as greatest, right. you know, in the beginning. When I wrote my first book, <laughs> I tell anybody, my cover looked horrible. Like to me, because I tried, I did it all on my own and mm -hmm. I didn't have a, I didn't know what I was doing. It mm -hmm. looked horrible to me. Everybody else was like, we're not worried about the cover. We read it, you know, but I put it out there, you know, mm -hmm. and then I finally learned what I was doing and put another cover uh, on it. But I will explain to people, sometimes you just have to do it. You have to get it out of you so that that creativity can be expanded and begin to grow. Exactly. I agree. I agree. So now we have the mats. Now let's talk about the second book. Um, because you said you believe this is the book that's for everybody that's searching, you know, and uh, trying to understand their purpose, trying to understand the identity trying to understand all of those things, this book is for them. Can you explain to us why this book is for those that are out there that are searching? I Am Chosen is 21 biblical affirmations and influential messages to develop your God identity. This book is for you because if you're looking for an understanding of who God is within you, 
This book goes through all of the affirmations that you could think of regarding your identity. Your identity is you are, you are, you are loved. You are powerful. You are not rejected. You are not suicidal. All of these affirmations are I am affirmations. You're going to get um, not only a book, but a bookmark that goes with it that reminds you every single day to, hey, get on, get on the floor and pray and speak to God and begin to affirm what he says about you. This book is about teaching yourself how to become disciplined when it comes to prayer and fasting. This book goes through even broken relationships. If you're struggling in relationships, I give you uh, various types of relationships like divine relationships, uh, sonship mentorships, things like that. In this book, you're going to get everything that you need that will help cultivate you when it comes to walking in your purpose, when if you're dealing with fear, things like that. Everything that we deal with as human beings is within this book. A lot of different topics are touched on. And if you know God gives me more topics, I'm going to write another book regarding it because we need to know who we are so that we can live in our purpose. And if we don't know who we are, how can we really live in our fullest potential? Um, and when we know who we are, we're able to reach those we're called to. Anthony Baker Jr. is the CEO of a nonprofit community organization called Helping the Homeless. As an organization, they are committed to changing lives and making others smile. In addition to providing hands-on services for the homeless community all over Philadelphia, they also have a Big Brothers mentoring program where participating youth are taught the value of giving back to their community. To learn more about the organization, call 215-487-8589. Or email them at hthphilly at gmail.com. You know, I like how um, you, with the whole identity part of it, because the identity crisis or the crisis of identity is huge in our world. It is huge in our world. So many people have picked up pieces of other people, especially in church culture too. You know, we we tend to do that sometimes. We, oh, I like how they preach. I'm gonna preach like them. Wait a minute, I like how they preach. I'm gonna preach like them too. I like how they sing. I like the way they do their runs. That sometimes people don't never work past all of that to get to a space and say, okay, God, who is it that you called and created me to be? And I think that's very essential, especially during this time, because uh, I know some states are opened up. I believe you guys' state is fully open now, but some of us are still in quarantine or partial quarantine. And it has caused many of us to spend time with a person that we've ran from for the longest time, which is ourselves. <laughs> you know? So I think that this is like the greatest time for individuals to purchase the book that you have, because what better time to develop your relationship with God, to find out who it is that you've been called and created to be, tap into the essence of your creation, so you can begin to align with your purpose. Absolutely, I agree, completely agree. Definitely. So I wanna give you the opportunity to give everybody your contact information uh, and how they can purchase your book, how they can purchase the mats, all of those great things. Okay, so my main Instagram is I am Arnesia. That's I A M A R N E S J A H. That's my main Instagram. And then on that page, there's a link in the in the bio where you can actually purchase a signed copy, and I can ship it to you. Or you have the option of purchasing on Amazon. So. I Am Chosen is on Amazon. The My other business is Prayer Mats by Arnesia. So on Instagram, you can look me up by Prayer Mats by Arnesia. That's my first name. And then in there, you can actually, on the link in the bio, there's a way that you can order your prayer mat. Awesome. So the name of the show is What Now? 
So we've talked a lot about everything that has happened leading you up to now. So what is going on now in your life? What are some things that you're working on now that uh, is going to help add greater value even to this world? Because we need it right now. We definitely <laughs> need it right now. <laughs> yes, right now I am currently at, working at a kiosk with Sleep is for Suckers at Cumberland Mall in Georgia. And I, every single day I have the opportunity of meeting new people pouring into them, praying for them, um, selling my books, selling t-shirts, everything. And um, I get to be able to work alongside with Jamel Jackson, who is the guy that actually gave me the opportunity to work with Sleepers or partner with Sleepers for Suckers. And I'm also cultivating a community so that I can be able to add to I Am Chosen. I want people to know that they have a place where they can come and be able to understand more about their God identity and develop more of a relationship with God. That's pretty much what's going on right now. <laughs> awesome. I didn't know you guys, I didn't know y'all did that every day. I thought it was like you were putting on events. That is awesome for the community. The community needs to see the unity, us of color doing things like that, working together. That is awesome and amazing, especially, like I said, with everything we have going on right now, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I will so, definitely say that like sleep is for suckers, like the stands, we are very intentional about empowering our people. We call ourselves a transformation station, the see, power, black empowerment it. station. We're like, we're grabbing people. We don't just stand on the side. We're saying, hey, have you heard of sleep is for suckers? Like we're really just intentional and um, I'm, praise God, I'm able to give, have the opportunity to sell my books alongside. So definitely that's awesome that is that, that is so needed right now i'm yeah. that i just got excited about that because i thought it was just you know you guys put on events i didn't know it was every that is amazing that is amazing see and see this is the stuff that sometimes doesn't make the news you know this right. is the things that need to be seen in our community so that everybody can see this is possible like everybody supporting each other and pushing each other motivating each other you know, and making sure we all win at the same time. That's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. So <laughs> listen, I want to give you the opportunity to leave a last word with everybody, or if you want to pray, or if you want to leave a last word and pray for the listeners, you're welcome to do that. I'm going to turn that in your hands for you to do that. And then we'll go from there. Okay, definitely. Uh, first, I want to say thank you, Clifton, for inviting me on. And um, I pray that you all are blessed. I will end with a short little prayer. I pray that everyone that is listening to this podcast um, is drawn closer to an understanding of their purpose and an understanding of God, our creator, who has placed us here. And if anyone on this line does not know their identity, may they come to know who they are through God, through Christ, and that they may walk fully and fearlessly know that you are created with a purpose for a purpose and that you have everything that you need to access your destiny so let god use you and know that you're here and you're loved amen amen now i'm going to enter in this interview the way i ended on train i have a radio show called transformation radio and I usually don't do this on here, but I want to hear your answer to this. So I end every conversation with this question. Who is God personally to you? God is Abba. God is my savior. God is everything. He's my world. He's my source. I would not be here if it wasn't for him. I would not be alive. I would not be able to have the opportunity to continue on every time I'm down he is here lifting me up God is my everything my source my sunshine when I wake up he is my my breath of fresh air I love God I love I love God for sure awesome and I want to explain why I asked that question mm -hmm. I believe that no matter how long we live that God is so amazing, he's so demonstrative, he's just so, there's no words to describe him. 
that we will not be able to fully comprehend who God is in the sense of our personal experiences. However, when we encounter individuals, we are encountering God, the manifestation of God. So as you explain to me your experience with God, I explain to you my experience with God. Others come in and explain their experience with God. We're being unlocked, or God is being unlocked to us dimensionally, places we've never experienced it before. So I always love to ask that question because I love to hear people communicate who God has been to them along their personal journey. So I want to thank you for joining us on tonight. Thank you for sharing your story so freely. We appreciate it. Listening audience, listen, as I always say at the end of the show, I want you to text. Tonight, I want you to text God Identity to me at 302-648-5544. Again, God's Identity, 302-648-5544. Why? Because you're going to enter for a chance to win, all right? You're entering for a chance to win from our giveaway. Thank you all for listening. Please make sure that you connect with Arnesia. You connect with her, you purchase the book, you purchase the mats, you connect with her to find out everything that she has going on. If you're in the uh, Georgia area, make sure you are stopping by. Which mall is it again? Cumberland Mall in Smyrna. The Cumberland Mall in Smyrna. Make sure you stop by there. I've seen Sleepers for Suckers. I've watched some of his videos, so I already know it's hype around there. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you stop by, guys. Be inspired, especially if you have a business, you have an idea, you have a book, you have, you all have purpose. So go by and plug, connect, plug in with them, you know, and, and let them surge you and, and just encourage that which is inside of you. As I always say, guys, create a great day walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace.